Hello and welcome to 100% Real with Ruby. Today I have another mini episode running off episode number 161 on chronic dieting and exactly how cutting your calories too low and the whole calories in calories out equation is actually flawed when you're in this chronically dieted state. So the cost of getting lean. You're at a place where you're eating pretty low calories already and you're training pretty damn hard. You're putting in all of this effort and you're wondering why you're not seeing results. You experience hunger every now and then. You feel like you're missing out on some foods. You might even have cravings. If you keep pushing this too far, you might even get to a point where you don't even feel hunger anymore. Like your appetite is just not how it used to be until all of a sudden you're having a massive craving for for like the Tim Tams or the ice cream that your kids are eating or something similar to that. But the thing is, if your calories are really low and you're smashing yourself out at the gym, you're doing all this extra activity, might not even be consistent. Like one week you might be like, oh, I'm going to run every week and then you burn yourself out and then you might come back and do a couple more. Who knows? It's just at a place that is unsustainable. But the thing is, where is there to go from there? There's no room to move. You've been dieting for, I mean, actually, when is the last time you weren't thinking about dieting? You weren't thinking about losing weight. If you've been on this consistent chase, your body needs a break. I mean, yeah, cool. We can go on 700 calories if you like but you have no room to move and you're digging yourself a massive hole. That's if you can stick to the 700 calories anyway. I mean, your sleep sucks, your gut sucks, no libido, you feel like shit, you feel like you have no control over food because it's probably the only thing that's on your mind, probably lose your period, you might be colder than usual, and hey, you're not going to be building a single bit of muscle, mate. If anything, you'll be losing it. And when that happens, you can actually, at this deficit you think you're at, you can actually be putting on fat because of what you've just done to the way that your hormones function, the way that your bodies partition and use those nutrients, the carbs, the protein, the fat, and your body will actually start using the muscle as fuel. So you're spinning your wheels at this point. Your body is in this survival mode, which people love to say is starvation mode, but no, it's survival mode. It doesn't have enough energy to run all of the vital organs and systems. You can starve yourself more, or you can actually reverse up and address your metabolic health. And this is why it's so important and why with my girls, I take the focus off the scale as much as possible and I get them to zoom out and stop focusing so much on their body, stop focusing so much on the scale. Because you get to a point where if that is that end goal, that end outcome is your only focus, you're losing sight of the process itself and it's not going to be enjoyable. It's going to feel like a chore. You're going to have days where you feel like shit and you don't want to do anything. You're going to have days where you just, like you're, you're letting yourself become a victim to your emotions. And this becomes very risky when shit hits the fan at home, at work. If you're still lucky to have your menstrual cycle, you can be more targeted by the fluctuations in that. Experience PMS the way you shouldn't be experienced. Have more bloating. 
if you go the other route and just keep on pushing on at these lower calories because you're scared to eat more or potentially put on weight. I mean, a lot of people are just terrified that they've spent all this time trying to lose the weight. The thought of actually eating more, potentially putting on weight just scares the shit out of them. And I was there. I was there. I don't talk about it a lot, but I was there. I'm willing to talk about it with whoever wants to reach out to me. And I try to put it out there on my socials. I try to talk about it in bits and pieces on my podcast. But that's why I do what I do. Because I want to save you going down that route. I want to save you the time, energy, effort, losing half of your life and whatever the hell else on this never-ending goose chase. Think about that. Because you'll be creating a spring-like effect not only physically but physiologically and psychologically and you'll get to a point where the seams burst and all of a sudden you're uncontrollable with overeating with emotional eating with binges and any other form of eating patterns that are entrenched with this guilt and so forth and this is where that whole oh it's saturday night i ate so good i did this i did that and now i'm just is that cake? Is that ice cream? And shit hits the fan and you lose it every single night because you're scared of eating enough during the day now because you've created this ritual of, as you call it, fucking up at night. But there's so much more to it. And this is why when clients come on, I address this up front. I get them to realize this isn't a 12 week challenge. This is about rewriting the script, rewiring the way that you focus on things and you identify with things, but you need to be okay and patient with the process and me, but not only that, but with yourself, ride the waves, sit in the shit that you feel, but realize that this phase isn't permanent. It's part of the bigger journey. But if you're going to remain impatient and you're going to be hesitant and resistant to that change, that shift, you're keeping yourself stuck there. I mean, you've already wasted whatever, if you want to call it wasted, which is what you usually do, but it's like you've already wasted all of this time. What is another year? If it's actually targeted, if it's got a coach supporting you, if it's got a purpose and an intention behind it. You can spend the rest of your life yo-yoing and feeling like shit like you have however long. Or you can actually stop, pause, slow down so that you can then speed up. Take a step back so then you can start to move forward and progress in a way that you actually feel empowered again. You feel in control and you feel badass. But that doesn't happen overnight. I had someone literally say to me in her own words that this is so different to the way I usually do things. Actually, the way she said it was, okay, this will all be very out of the usual for me. And that's exactly why 12-week challenges need to boot up the butt. They need to just fuck off. <laughs> Quite literally, I'm sorry, French, but they really do. Because it's ruining people. Like, I, I had someone come to me the other day for the second time saying that she's sick of falling off plan. I'm like, can you explain? Both times I asked the same question. She's like... I'm still doing this 12 week challenge. I'm like, wait, that was ages ago. She's like, yeah, I'm doing another one because it does another round. I'm like, oh, okay. So how did you fall off track? 
because it's hard to stick to the foods on the weekend. And I messaged my, I messaged the trainer and he says, I can have this instead. And it's just really hard to stay on track. And I'm like, that's that, this is why I hate 12 week challenges. Like think about it. There is going to be a point where your current maintenance gets so low. Every time you chase a deficit, your body's going to adapt to it. So if you're going to go big, you're going to adapt big. However you take that deficit, if you keep cutting and cutting, you are adapting to a new maintenance. Not much wriggle room left. Adding the extra exercise, like what are you going to do? Spend 24 waking hours of your day running errands, like doing hit, lifting weights. Like there comes a point where your body just needs to freaking recover and you're going to blow the seams. It, it, it's it's so hard because I can't physically go ahead three years, scan your whole internal health, your whole mental transformation, and then come back to the current and show you just how much you can transform in three years, in two years. Heck, even one year. But people just... They don't think that far. They overestimate and put too many expectations on what they can achieve in a week, in four weeks, without actually looking ahead to realize that every single week, every single month, focused with intent in the right direction, that can take you to a whole new level every single year. And not every week's going to be sunshines and rainbows. That's okay too. It does feel like it gets a lot worse before it gets better. And this is why it's so, so hard for people out there, so many people out there, which is why they remain stuck. Think about it. That is why we have this problem of people going on chronic diets, people complaining they can't get weight, like, look, they can't lose weight. Like, look at the comments on things like the freaking cookie diet and people that put up these stupid TikToks and stupid products, people desperate for these products because they are stuck. And then there are people that complain over and over again about binge eating, about emotional eating. And it's like this record player over and over. Oh, I binge ate on the weekend. Oh, I did it again. I binge ate at night. I can't stop eating between dinner and bed. Like it's this continual cycle because they're not willing to put in the work and actually take that step back to slow down, put in the weeks, put in the months to then get themselves unstuck for life, for good. Because yes, it does feel like it gets worse before it gets better. But you don't want to be the person that is stuck looking the same or trying to get smaller and smaller only to look worse or hiding behind the curtains in shame, which you only see part of the people out there that are complaining. The others are hiding in shame with their current food relationship and their lack of motivation to even try again because of where they are right now. And this is why reversing, reverse dieting, addressing your hormonal and metabolic health, focusing in on your mindset is the biggest step you can take forward. You need to rebuild it. You need to rebuild your hormonal and metabolic health. You need to shift your mindset. And it takes longer than four weeks, then 12 weeks, even 20 weeks. The longer that you've been doing it, the more work that's going to need to go in. But the thing is, you can either do it 
the right way or the fast way. And the fast way is going to have you doing all the things I said above, staying stuck in that cycle. Think about it. How long have you bashed your body into the ground? Your hormones, your metabolism, all of that. So there will be a sticky period to start with, but this is exactly what stops so many people from finally breaking through their stuckness. I call it a transition period. Like, call it a transition period. That's what I call my whole life pretty much because I'm never going to be at my after. I'm never going to be at an end point because I want to be forever becoming a better version of myself. Like... I said it before in like January and February, it was the happiest I've ever been with my body because I was in the best hypertrophy phase. I was smashing myself in the gym on a program. It wasn't like doing it dumbly. I just need to put it that way, but I was smashing myself in the gym with my workouts. I had three lower body days and two upper body days. The lower body days were about 60 to 90 minutes. The upper body days were about 45 minutes. And then I had two days of complete rest and recovery. I loved it. I was eating a lot of food, fueling it. And then I ended up eating more food and doing marathon training and my body composition changed differently, but I don't regret a moment of it because the physiology and the biology behind all the energy systems with that have made my body able to actually process energy better. So my maintenance of 2,400 calories is now about 2,600 calories. And I maintain it at a leaner physique because now my body can actually use nutrients better. And this is a parable, so doing proper cardio. Like you don't do HIT to burn calories, you do cardio to manipulate how your body uses its, like the metabolism. Cardio should be used with intent, not just to burn calories. Exercise shouldn't be that way. Cardio can add to the calorie deficit when done strategically, not just random here, random there. I'm doing as many to burn as many calories as possible because that works until a point. Sometimes doing too much can actually make the situation worse because it inflames your body and it stresses out your body. I'm actually about to put up a photo in my story on this. And This is why you need to remember your mindset leads the way. Because in this transition period, you'll start to sleep better, feel better, have more energy, train better. You'll have a better relationship with food. And then after a while, you will realize even your digestion is better and your body is actually starting to change because with a better digestion, Your body can actually use the food it is given better and shuffle it to the muscles, shuffle it to areas where you can actually burn and use the carbs and fats. The mindset leads the way and it can easily get in the way. Every time your old mentality comes back, which will happen like relapse is normal especially when you hyper-focus on the clothes, on the mirrors, like the mirror can work for you or it can work against you. You can use it to look at all the possibilities and your untapped potential. 
or the opposite, especially in the short term. But this stuff sounds so hard to listen to and accept, right? But once you get your body, your hormones, your metabolism up to where it should be, you will notice gym pumps coming back. Your everything coming back because your body's using the nutrients better. Your mindset's in a better place. You're trusting the process and you're actually focusing on building that body, not breaking it down. You're starting to shape up and you're not going to see that day to day. You're not going to see that month to month. This is a long process. And over these months, you are building up that bank account of calories, which gives you more in the bucket for when we start a fat loss phase. We want to make your fat loss phase a smooth transition. We don't want it to be a bunch of effort with little results, like you're putting in all the work, but not seeing much for it. And this is what I do with my clients. It's why I have my foundation phase, my primer phase in my coaching, but it isn't a one-way street. It's a two-way street. There needs to be effort from both ends, communication, vulnerability. And if you're coaching yourself, think about it as though you're the coach. It's a two-way street with the subjective you and the objective you. Okay? That's part one of this. I don't want to make this any longer. I love you all and I hope this helped. If there's any questions, anything at all, shoot me a message and Instagram, Facebook, and I will see you in part two.